welcome to the Fit Life with Jessica podcast, where we talk about how to create and maintain healthy habits with our fitness, nutrition, and overall well-being. This is a place where you can come to get real life, health, and fitness advice from a busy working mama who has a passion for helping others find their way to health and happiness. We're all in this crazy journey together, so why not lean on and lift each other up in the process? Hello, welcome back to the podcast. I am so thankful you're here. Thank you for pressing play. I want to dive right in to this week's episode. This is going to be a juicy one. This is going to be one packed full of like actual tangible things that you can do and try to break through your weight loss plateau. We're going to go there, right? I don't always talk about weight loss. Sometimes I do tend to maybe shy away from that specific topic a little bit. I know that might be triggering for some people, right? But a lot of people do come to me. A lot of women come to me looking for help, wanting to lose weight. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to lose weight, right? Wanting to change your body composition, wanting to change your energy levels, wanting to change frankly, your confidence, right? The way you feel in and out of your clothes, right? So we're going to go there. And instead of giving you like these big fluffy, you know, motivational quotes and fluffy things, we're going to get nitty gritty. And I'm going to give you several questions to ask yourself that I want you to answer honestly and and truthfully. And then I'm going to go through 10 actual like tangible ideas that you can do to help you break through any weight loss plateaus, or maybe you haven't even started yet, right? Like maybe you're not on a plateau, but maybe you're like really wanting some weight loss. Maybe you're wanting to feel that change in your body for the first time or the first time in a while. These are excellent things to start with as well. They don't have to just be for a plateau, but I want us to look at each of these different tips or examples or things to try, I want you to look at them like levers. Imagine that we are in a control room and there are all of these like long metal levers that we can pull on, right? You know, this lever you pull down, this lever you push up, and they're all different ways that you can manipulate your diet and exercise to help you get the desired result. Because here's the deal. There is no one size fits all. There is no just like set it and forget it. There is not this like autopilot option where it's going to work for you now. It's going to work forever. And you're going to get the perfect results that you want. Like that, my friend is a unicorn and that does not exist. I wish it did, but let's be honest. It does not. So I'm going to give you 10 tangible tips, 10 things to do, 10 levers to pull to help you break through your weight loss plateau. All right. So before we get into those 10, I want to kind of talk about like, what is a plateau and like when and why does this happen? Because for a lot of us, when this happens, it often feels like I'm doing something wrong. We were like, I'm a failure. What's wrong with me? This always happens. I'll never get it right. What's the point? Why am I even doing this? And then I nosedive into a bottle of wine or a bag of Oreos or a pint of Ben and Jerry's, right? Like whatever that might be. I want you to know that you're not alone. You're not doing anything wrong. And this is a normal physical response from your body. This is not a failed attempt 
at weight loss or body change. Weight loss plateaus happen to everyone. Everyone has experienced this at some point in their life when they have changed up their diet, changed up their exercise with an intended result to lose weight. So this is not a failure on your part. If I teach you nothing else in this episode, please know that it is not a failure if you don't lose weight or if you are hitting a plateau. Okay. This happens to everyone. This is normal. A plateau happens when you start to experience weight loss, whether it's rapidly or slowly. And then over time, your body adjusts to what you're doing and your weight loss slows or might even stall completely, or you might actually gain a little bit of weight back. Okay. All of these things are normal physical responses from your body because what you're, when you are weight loss, or I'm sorry, when you are dieting or changing up your exercise, when you are changing your normal with an intended result to lose weight, your body eventually adapts. Like that is literally our body's job to adapt, right? Your body's job is to adapt. So whether you are reducing your calories, whether you are reducing when you're eating, reducing what you're eating, whenever you're doing these things, your body is trying to get to homeostasis, right? That's that like balanced state. It's your body's natural balanced state. And over time, no matter what you're doing, if you're not mixing things up, your body gets bored essentially, right? Your body returns to homeostasis. Your body's metabolic rate lowers and you stall or stop losing weight completely. All right. And this happens to everybody and this is completely normal. And we're going to go through a couple of ideas to help you kickstart this weight loss again, right? So before we dive into these 10 topics, I've got five questions that I want you to ask yourself. Okay. Like I literally want you to press pause and I want you to write these down and I want you to ask yourself these questions honestly, because the answer to these questions will help you determine where to start in these 10 tips or 10 levers that I'm going to give you to pull. Does that make sense? So first let me go through these questions. I want you to ask yourself honestly, right? Again, there's no shame. You are not a failure. You are a normal human being and your body is doing what it is designed to do. But first question I want you to ask yourself is, have you changed what you are eating? Meaning are you, are you only doing exercise or or moving your body and have you not changed up your food choices yet? Right? So have you changed what you are eating? AKA, are you only exercising and not changing up your food choices? Okay. That's question number one. Question number two, have you been doing the same exercise over and over or are you mixing things up day to day, week to week, right? If you love your Peloton bike, are you literally taking three to five days of Peloton cycling classes with Alex Toussaint and nothing else? Or maybe you're taking the same types of classes. You're not taking any hidden hills or any climbs or any recoveries, right? Like, are you doing the same thing over and over? That's question number two. Question number three, are you doing any kind of weight training or resistance training, right? Are you lifting weights or doing resistance training? Resistance training, meaning like resistance bands or body weight only squats, push-ups, things like that. Are you doing any kind of weight training? Question number four, how is your sleep hygiene? How many quality hours of sleep do you get on average every night? How's your sleep hygiene? That's number four. And then the last question, number five is, have you ever tried a food journal? 
Have you ever tried like writing down what you're eating for a certain amount of time? Because you manage what you measure. And we're going to get into that here in a little bit. But the last question, have you ever tried a food journal? And that's literally just writing out every single thing you're eating without judgment. You're just using it for data to kind of get a set point. Okay. So those are your first questions. I want you to press pause and I want you to really think about those questions and answer those in your head or on a piece of paper or in the notes app on your phone. And I want you to be honest about these questions and there's no shame or judgment in these answers. Okay. This is going to help you might be a little eye opening just in answering these questions, right? And these ideas that we're going to go over, I've got 10 different ideas for you. I really want you to think about these as a little science experiment. Each lever, each tip, each idea I'm bringing to you, this is a science experiment. What works for me might not work for you, might not work for her over there or her over there. What your body does with this experiment is data or feedback, okay? And that could be many things. It doesn't just have to be movement on the scale. There are such things called non-scale victories, NSV for short, right? An NSV could be improved sleep quality. It could be less bloating. It could be um, improved digestion, like AKA poops every single day. <laughs> it could be your skin is clearing. It could be um, more energy throughout the day, not having those slumps. It could be less headaches, less inflammation. Like the list goes on for non-scale victories, right? So each of these little ideas are little science experiments and what your body does, whether it's an NSV or an actual scale victory, right? That is feedback where we can tweak that experiment. We can tweak what we are doing to give you the desired result. And this is really powerful when you pair this with coaching, right? This is exactly what I do, whether it's a one-on-one, -on -one, whether it's inside the membership, whether it's my one-time deep dive sessions, like this is literally what I guide you through. So it's very powerful to do this in tandem with the help of a coach. Okay. Another way I want you to think about these, and I mentioned this earlier, it's each of these ideas are like little levers. And if you could see me, I'm like moving my hands like <laughs> levers. Imagine you're in a control room with tons of levers you can push and pull. And each of these things you do are not like a fix it and forget it, right? It's pull this lever and see what happens. Okay. Pull it up a little bit more, push that lever over, pull that lever down, create your own cocktail with these and see what works for you. So let's dive in. In no particular order, in no particular importance, here are 10 ideas to help you break through your weight loss plateau. Number one, are we ready? Buckle up. Okay, number one, mix up your exercise routine, okay? So I alluded to this earlier in one of my questions. If you are doing walking every single day, fantastic. A quick way to change that up would be, why don't you try doing like hill intervals? or speed intervals on your walk, right? That means instead of taking the treadmill on 0.0% incline for 30 minutes on your walk, if that's what you're doing, why don't you mix it up and do a minute on a 3% incline and then a minute on 0% incline and then a minute on 4% incline and then a minute on 0% incline. Those are intervals. Or you can do the same with speed, right? If you're always walking at a 3.0, speed. Why don't you try a minute of three, five speed 
and then come back down and recover. Maybe you try a minute of 4.0 speed and come back down. Mix it up. If you're doing cycling every day, mix up your modality, right? Try and add in different types of movement, different types of exercise. You can't do the same thing over and over and over and expect different results. That is literally the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting results. You're going to be, it's like banging your head into a wall. It's so frustrating. So I'm going to challenge you to mix up your modalities, right? And this is a beautiful tee up for number two is add in strength training. If you need something different to try, if you are only walking or only cycling, maybe you're only running, maybe you are only doing this one hit class at, at, at orange theory, right? Like if you are only doing one thing, your body will adapt to that. You must, 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 must mix it up. And you must consider adding in strength training. Oh my God, the benefits of strength training are, we could do four episodes on the benefits of weight training, right? This is something that a lot of times women shy away from. I used to think that if I wasn't sweating my ass off, if I wasn't running on the treadmill or doing like a cycling class where I'm like sweaty and breathless and just like, uh, 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 you know, like you feel like you have worked out. I used to think, if I wasn't doing that, then it wasn't really a real workout. It didn't count. Have you ever been there? Have you ever felt that? This year, I have really made an intentional focus to lift more weights and lift heavier than I've ever lifted before. This morning, I was doing lower body work with 25-pound dumbbells in each hand. And holy crap, that's really hard, right? I did it until I couldn't hold the weights anymore. And then I went down to 20s. And then when I couldn't hold those weights anymore, I went down to 15s. That's what it looks like to lift heavy shit, my friend. It's not easy. It's not fun. But this is something that will help really magnify your weight loss progress. This will help you increase your muscle mass. This will help your bone density. As a woman, that's really important to stave off osteoporosis. That's why when old people fall, oftentimes they're breaking their bones because their bones are so weak and weight training actually helps increase that bone density. More muscle is going to help you burn fat. You're going to be literally stronger. You can lift up your kids easier. You're lifting heavy boxes. You don't need to call your husband or your partner or your spouse to come help you carry this big, heavy thing because yourself can carry it because you're strong as a mother because you've been lifting heavy weights in the gym lift heavy weights. Your endurance is going to be better. So if you're running, lifting weights is going to help you build that endurance. It's going to help you if you're a runner or a cycler, it's going to help you in so many other areas of your life and your weight will start to move. I recommend two to three times a week with heavy weights. Okay. I'm a huge fan of the Peloton weight training programs. There's plenty of other apps out there. There's free workouts on YouTube. There's tons of stuff, right? And another thing is when you lose lean body mass, that actually lowers your metabolic rate. Meaning if you are losing weight and you are losing muscle, like if you are losing weight and you're not weight training, you could potentially be losing the muscle that you have. And the lower muscle or lean body mass, that is muscle, that lowers your metabolic rate, AKA your metabolism, AKA what you are burning, your weight loss machine, right? So add for the love of all things, add in weight training. Okay. If you don't have weights at home, you can do body weight stuff. There are entire workouts that are only body weight, weight training. And that means things like push-ups. That means things like squats. 
That means leg lifts. That means lunges. That means burpees. That means I'm losing more examples for body weight only, right? But there are options if you don't have weights, okay? You can also use resistance bands. That's an excellent way to ease into weight training as well. Okay. I feel like I'm beating a dead horse. <laughs> Add in weight training. That's number two. <sighs> Moving along. Number three, uh, when are you eating? When are you eating? Have you considered playing with intermittent fasting? Um, if you know me or have been following with me, I have played with intermittent fasting on and off for gosh, about three or four years now. And that can be an excellent, excellent lever to help you get through a weight loss plateau, right? Even a 12 to a 14 hour fast can be beneficial. And when I say fasting, I don't mean days and days upon days without eating, right? Intermittent fasting is literally just saying, okay, at 6 PM, the clock starts and I'm not going to eat again until 8 AM the next day, right? We're not going to break our fast with sugary coffee or with a pre-workout or with a piece of toast in the morning. We're going to wait until whatever that time frame is based on your fast. So playing with intermittent fasting is an excellent way to keep your body guessing, to help you get into a fat burning mode, to help your gut reset, to help your gut have some time to rest. Um, there are many different ways you can play with intermittent fasting. Um, if you need any recommendations, let me know, but that is an excellent option to help you pull a lever. If you've never tried it before, I recommend using a coach or asking someone for help or reading a book on it. I'm actually reading a book right now called fast like a girl, and it helps you time your intermittent fasting cycles with your period. So it actually works with your hormones versus against your hormones. So that is an excellent lever to pull, right? Play with it. If you've never tried it, if it scares the shit out of you, that's okay. Maybe it's something that maybe if you're scared, it's a sign you should try it. Maybe if you are scared, that is a sign you should try it. All right. Moving along. I could go on about intermittent fasting for days. I'm not going to, that's another episode. <laughs> In fact, I have multiple episodes about intermittent fasting. Um, I'll link them in the show notes for you. Number four, I want you to try a food journal for 10 to 14 days and make sure you include two weekends. Now a food journal is literally a piece of paper or a notebook where you are writing down what you are eating, everything you are eating, not just the things that you want to track, right? Like I'm talking the two bites of, you know, veggie straws that you had while you were making dinner. And I'm talking about the two Oreos you had at night when you thought nobody saw you, but they still count or the glass of wine you had, or the second glass of wine you had, like literally tracking what you eat. And the reason is what you know, the reason is you manage what you measure. Sorry, I messed up that quote you manage what you measure. Gretchen Rubin talks about this a lot in several of her books. Um, the book I'm referring to is called better than before. And she talks about how, you know, we really, if you think you're making, I don't know, like 10,000 steps a day, but you're not measuring it, you might actually only be getting seven to 8,000, right? So measuring something and tracking it, really make a difference. So if there's something you're trying to change in your life, whether it's to get more of something or less of something, find a way to measure it and then track it. 
That's why I love habit trackers. That's why I am a fan of using a food journal, not forever, but 10 to 14 days, it's going to be extremely eye-opening when you see, and you don't change anything when you're doing this food journal. You just literally observe, and the results itself of observing those 14 days are going to be eye-opening. You're going to say, I haven't had a vegetable in three days, (laughs) or there's sweets at every single meal, or there's a lot of Diet Cokes in this mix, right? Like just observing without changing anything yet the results are eye-opening, right? And this is where it can come in, you know, really great to have a coach, right? I did a food journal for two weeks, Jess. I'm like, here's what I saw. Can you help me come up with a customized plan for me, right? That's what my deep dive sessions do. I come up with a customized plan for you. This is so freaking powerful. You need a customized plan, right? Reach out to me if you want to talk about that. But moving along from food journals, number five, Increase your protein intake. I feel like I say this all the time. I will say this until I die. Increase your protein intake. I have a really easy equation that you can do where you take your weight in kilograms. So yes, you have to convert your weight from pounds first into kilograms. And then you multiply that by a number and it can be, um, 1.1 or 1.2 or 1.3 or even 1.4 kind of depending on your activity level. If you are way more, you know, lifting weights, working out more athletic, you're going to be on the higher end of that. If you're just getting started, I would say do one or 1.1. So you multiply your weight in kilograms by that 1.1. And that gives you a starting point for the number of grams of protein that you're going to eat in a day. Right? So if you, for example, nine, just an easy, you know, 90 to hundred grams is a really great goal. The more protein you are getting, the more full you are going to feel. You are not going to be, you know, starving or have slumps in between meals if you're getting 30 grams of protein per meal, right? And this is also going to help play with increasing that muscle mass. If you are lifting weights, you need to be increasing your protein intake. And no, this will not make you look like Arnold Schwarzenegger, I promise. Like you are not going to look like a bodybuilder by increasing your protein. I promise. I promise. If you need ideas for this, reach out to me. I'm happy to help you. Moving along. Number six, I want you to think about moving away from, now I'm not saying omit. I'm saying move away from simple carbs to complex carbs. Okay. Um, perhaps an easier way of saying this, think about eating carbs from the earth, not carbs from a box or a bag. Okay. Um, thinking about, okay, carbs from the earth are things like potatoes, are things like vegetables, are things like legumes, like chickpeas, lentils, black beans, all vegetables and potatoes. Those are carbs from the earth. Um, grains like quinoa or, um, oatmeal, I don't think oatmeal is from the earth, but you get what I'm saying, right? Now, now a simple card would be like a piece of bread, white pasta, a bagel, um, chips, crackers, cookies, like all of these things are simple carbs. Complex carbs have more fiber in them that is going to help you feel fuller longer and help with your digestion the more um, fiber that you have. So think carbs from the earth, not carbs from a box or a bag. 
So an easy tip for this, like what this looks like in real life are adding vegetables to every meal and even breakfast. I eat vegetables with breakfast. So that in itself is a carbohydrate. I know we don't think about vegetables as carbs, but spoiler, they are. So an easy tip would be to get more fiber and to move to complex carbs would be add vegetables to every meal. You know, you can buy frozen microwavable vegetables and pop one of those in the microwave with your breakfast or make a big batch of roasted broccoli and carrots, right? Drizzle some olive oil, some salt and pepper, like literally nothing fancy and keep that in a Pyrex dish and have that with your breakfast or your lunch. Thinking through easy ways to add in vegetables to your meals, okay? Moving from those simple carbs to complex carbs, carbs from the earth to help stabilize that blood sugar and to help break through weight loss plateaus, okay? Moving along, number seven, ditch the booze and the soda, or maybe not ditch, but reduce drastically. If you are experiencing a weight loss plateau and you're knocking back like six diet Cokes in a week, or, you know, even two to three diet Cokes a day. Um, if you're drinking two glasses of wine a day, like you're drinking your calories, even the sugar-free crap, like that's still causing an insulin spike or alcohol actually does the reverse. Alcohol causes your blood sugar to drop, which actually stimulates your appetite which makes you hungry and is not the result that we want, especially in the evening, right? So think about drastically reducing the amount of alcohol and soda. If you are trying to break through a weight loss plateau, that is a, and and I don't want to say easy because it's not easy to give up things you like, but that is definitely a big one right there. I don't want to gloss over that. Um, moving along, number eight, y'all know, I love planning. (laughs) You know, I love planning, plan your meals ahead of time. Okay. That might seem like a very simple thing, but when you think about when you're making choices in the moment versus when you're making choices, um, when you're hungry, right? Think through less decision fatigue and more healthy decisions are going to be made if you make them ahead of time. So sit down on a Saturday or a Sunday when you're fresh and not hungry and you've got a cup of coffee in your hand and plan your nourishing breakfast for the week, plan healthy lunches, plan healthy dinners, right? Plan those ahead of time and then stock your pantry and your fridge with those essentials so that you can have those healthy options, even your snacks, plan out what snacks you want to have, right? If you don't have, if you haven't thought about it ahead of time, you don't have those options in your fridge or your pantry, how the hell are you going to eat them? Like, how are you going to make healthy choices if you have not thought about it ahead of time? There is only so much willpower you can muster. You've got to start doing a little bit of pre-planning. Side note, that is why I created the Cultivate Planner. This is a place for you to plan all of your meals, all of your workouts, and track your habits. You can purchase that planner in the show notes. I have some still left in my inventory. So please, 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 if you're needing help with meal planning, grab that. It is such an amazing, amazing tool. I also have a free resource for you um, that is called How to Plan a Week of Meals in Under 20 Minutes. And it is a private podcast. It is 100% free. I will link that in the show notes as well. And that is an amazing way to learn my signature meal planning process. So there, I'm done plugging my own things. We are moving right along. We're cruising. Number nine. Now I might catch some shit for this, but 
if you are serious about weight loss and if you have a plateau, if you are experiencing a plateau, maybe you consider counting macros. I know this is a big undertaking, but I absolutely see the value in this. And I, and I see how the science behind this works. This is something that you've got to be serious about. You've got to learn how to do it the right way and you've got to be diligent and consistent with it. But that is absolutely something that you can do to help you overcome a weight loss plateau. All right. We have one more tip. And these are like high level. I'm banging these out fast, right? If you want to go deeper, you talk to me. The last tip, increase your step count overall. Okay. So not just your workouts. I'm talking about overall movement, overall step count. All right. So studies show you benefit more from total movement all day long versus just one long workout on the day and being sedentary. Think about that. Maybe you go to orange theory in the morning and then you sit all day long. So, um, there was an interesting statistic I read it said Americans spend more than 12 hours out of a 16 hour waking day sitting according to a study in this one journal, right? 12 out of 16 awake hours are sitting. That's a lot of sitting. So think about where can you get in more steps? Can you get a five minute walk after lunch? Can you get a five minute walk after breakfast? Can you and your family go take a 10 minute walk after dinner? Right? Think about this quote that someone told me when you eat, move your feet. Can you go take laps around the house? You don't have to go outside if it's 10 degrees, move your feet. When you eat, (laughs) move overall, not just during your workouts. Okay. I know we covered a lot in this quick, quick thing. I'm going to go real quick, rapid fire over these 10 tips really, really quick. So let's go. Here we go. Number one, mix up your exercise routine. Number two, add in strength training. Number three, when are you eating? Play with intermittent fasting. Number four, try a food journal for at least 10 to 14 days. Number five, increase your protein intake. Number six, move from simple carbs to complex carbs. Number seven, ditch or drastically reduce the amount of alcohol and soda you're drinking. Number eight, plan your meals ahead of time. Number nine, consider counting macros. And number 10, increase your step count overall, not just one workout in the morning, overall step count. Okay. So I know there was a lot to take in, right? There's a lot of questions at the beginning. There were 10 ideas and I don't, here's what I don't want you to do. Don't do all 10 of these things at once. You will hate me. (laughs) You will go mad. Okay. This is not meant to be like the 75 hard or the 10 hard or whatever it is, right? Like do not do all 10 of these things at once for the love. If you hear nothing else today, I want you to start small. I want you to think baby steps. Okay. And if you need help creating a customized plan to help you with your own weight loss plateau, I can only teach you so much in a short podcast. I can only teach you so much through this mic. So let's grab a one-on-one deep dive session where we create a customized plan with food, exercise, and mindset. And I have a special gift for you because you're a listener. So the first five people who book a session with me this week, you will receive a free 
follow-up call. Now I never do this. I have not done this before. All right. But the first five people who book a one-on-one deep dive session, that is a one-time single 90 minute session where we really dig into your goals. If you're experiencing a plateau and I create a customized plan with your movement, your nutrition, and your mindset, right? So one time, 90 minutes together. So the first five people who book one of those, you're going to get a free follow-up call. And that call will happen between two and three weeks after our initial call. And that'll be a 45 minute call. Two to three weeks is when this shiny funness wears off, right? When you're like, yay, I'm all fired up for like two weeks. And then the third week you're like, this sucks. So we're going to have a free follow-up call to tweak what's going on to motivate you to keep going, to make some small changes, to make some small adjustments here and there. I've never done this before. And I think this is going to be really, really powerful. So, so again, if you need help creating something customized for you, if you're experiencing a plateau, or maybe you haven't even started your journey yet, but you're like, Jess, I just want to feel good again. I want to feel sexy in my clothes. I want to feel confident when I put on my jeans. I want to feel good in my skin. I want to have energy at 3 p.m. I'm telling you, we can take these 10 things. We can pick a couple of them. We can implement them into your life without it feeling deprived, without feeling overwhelmed. I'm telling you, these things can make a difference and I can help you start on your journey or continue your journey. So if you want to book a session, I'm going to put a link in the show notes for you. And again, I'm only giving away five sessions. So this episode is airing on a Monday, the first five people to grab it after that it's done. Okay. So DM me on Instagram, or you can book through the link in the show notes for one of those one-on-one deep dive sessions. Okay. So that's all I've got for you. I hope you love this episode. If you love it, do me a favor, screenshot this episode and share it to your stories. Number one, that tells me that this topic is resonating with you. And number two, that helps other women see this. And the more women we can reach and impact, the better off we're all going to be. So I would really, really appreciate it if you could share this to your stories, text it to a friend, text it to your mama, to your sister, to your cousin, whoever needs to hear this, but I'm grateful for you. I love you. I am rooting for you and I will talk to you soon until then stay well. Hey, you want to know how you can help me? Why don't you screenshot this podcast and share it to your social media? Tag me. My Instagram is at the fit life with Jessica take it another step further and leave me a review and a five-star rating in Apple podcast. It would mean the world to me. Thanks friend.